Nicole. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being agreeing to sit down on my couch my pleasure. and get raw with me. But so in all honesty, I know that you work at the church yep. and you're pretty a big wig at the church. I don't actually know your title. I don't say big wig, but yeah, you're, you're important. You're special. Yeah. yeah. But, and you've also done event planning and some different things in your career. Um, but now you're full-time, is that the... I am. So I have three titles at the church. Okay. So I'm the frontline ministry director. So I oversee 20 volunteer teams. So that's Thursday and Sunday. Then I also look after all of our rentals. So anytime somebody rents the building, I work with all of our staff and make that happen and work with the renters. And then I also administer our alpha program on Wednesday nights. So I think there's six or seven teams I'm responsible for on Wednesday nights. Too. Look at you, though. Yeah, it's fine. Keeps me out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just get right into it. If I was to ask you what authenticity means to you, what would you say? I think it's just being real and just being Back who technical. you are. So it's actually something that I learned at a young age. So I remember being, I think it was grade six or seven, and not fitting in. I was bullied all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of like the teacher's pet. And so it got to the extreme that if the secretary was away, they'd pull me out of class and I was the secretary for the day. Oh, really? So they wouldn't hire somebody to come in. They, I just knew how to do everything. Same with the librarian. They'd buzz in and be like, we need Dan. There's a class that needs books checking out. And so I was bullied all the time. People didn't like me, uh, which was fine. So then I thought, I want to be cool. I want to fit in. So I got my ear pierced. I got the baggy clothes because that was the cool thing to do. Those cool tearaway pants turned into shorts and got this cool necklace. And I went to school after that and it didn't change. So then I realized I'm just going to be myself. And if people don't like it, that's fine. And I love that answer. And I, and I can actually back that up and say, getting to know you better now through church and everything, I see this side, but... You are just like this shining light that it's like you don't give a shit what anyone thinks of you. And I love that. And I know that you're kind of on a different, I don't know how to word it probably. You're just on a spiritual journey that maybe some of us aren't at yet. So you're, yeah, you're just in a different place. So um, what would you say has been your most raw moment in your life or kind of like that aha moment that you feel has really defined you into who you are today? So I think that moment in elementary school for sure uh, was a big moment. But I think throughout my life, there's been moments. I think definitely owning your own business, as I'm sure you know, is hard. And so I remember starting my business when I was quite young. So I think it was 12, 13 years ago, something like that. And people would email me and say, you need to just stop this. You're not going to make it in this industry. Don't even waste your time. And so I, just the way I always do, emailed them back. Thank you so much. I appreciate your feedback. I'll make sure like I don't refer people to you if that's the way you feel. And so I think it was stuff like that. And I always about trying things. So I remember trying to bring a concept here from British Columbia. Mm -hmm. I invested a whole bunch of money and it went really bad. It didn't work out. Lost lots of money. I remember having people tell me they were going to go to the papers because I was a fraud because I was charging them to come into this event. And it just was this thing. So I I cried a little bit. And then I'm like, I'm going to try this again next year. And it worked a little better, but it didn't work great. I'm like, okay, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to do that again. But you got to try stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So 
Okay. I have a question and I know that this has come up. Um, in all honesty, when I met you because of your style and the way you carried yourself, I actually thought you were gay, but I just learned the other day that you in fact are not. I'm not, no. Okay. How does that make you feel that that judgment is so quickly put on you? And I, I'm actually sorry. Like I literally am sorry for thinking that and even asking you, but I think the reason I'm asking you and wanting to get raw is because I think this is your chance to now say, For sure. what does that make you feel like? And yeah. Absolutely. So I get asked all the time. So I've been asked out by more men than I can count. I've been asked. It's funny. I either get asked if I'm gay or if I'm a woman. And I can understand on the phone, my voice is a bit higher. Mm-hmm. So I get that. So it's been fun. Especially you can have fun with that. Eh? I can. <laughs> especially when you work in an office with a Dan and Ann in the stand. It, it's interesting. Um, I just don't take it personally. I know who I am. And if people like that, great. And if not, that's okay too. But I can understand why people think that, especially because... I love fashion. I love to dress up. And so I have no problem with people asking me. I just am not. So do you feel that, like, have you always been okay? Because you, you haven't always been this strong, have you? Like, from- I feel like back to elementary school, I just learned quickly who I was and people can say whatever they want. Good for you. I can't say that. It's taken me a long time not to allow myself to have other people's opinions of me um, shape who I am, where it almost rocks me a little bit, right? Whereas it's, I love this. I love that you're that solid. And if there's young viewers listening like that, like what would you say to them if someone was going through being bullied? Like what, do you have like a piece of advice? So I, I love working with youth. So every Tuesday night, I'm with a group of kids at the church. And I always tell them, you've got to find out who God made you to be. And then you just have to be that person because you're the one unique individual that is yourself. There's nobody else like you. And so you just need to be okay with that. And the earlier you accept who you are, the better it is when people say stuff to you. And yes, somebody might say something to you and you go, okay, that hurt, but you know who you are. And do you think your faith, like, have you always had a strong? No. No. So I actually have always wanted to go to church and never went um, until high school. So I actually had two friends in high school. Uh, They'd invite me to their youth group. I'm a super shy person, which might come come (laughs) as a shock to people. And they'd invite me every Thursday and I'd be like, I cannot, I can't talk to people. I don't want to come. I just am an introvert. I don't want to do it. And so one day they came to me and they said, if you don't come with us, we're never talking to you again, which is a harsh way to invite somebody. But I said, okay, because yeah, I really like them. Some of my friends. Do it. Yeah. yeah. And so I went with them. I fell in love with it and then started my spiritual journey from there. And now I work at a church. So did you ever think that you'd be working at a church? I always said I would never do it because I thought it would take the fun out of going to church. Was there that one kind of moment like in your spiritual journey to today that you were like, yeah, like you became a believer, I guess? I, I don't. I think it would be in high school. Yeah. And so I'm, yeah, I went to Youth for Christ. I was part of that throughout high school. And I think just being part of that experience really got me hooked on Christianity. And then I came to Christmas in the Forest City at Forest City Community Church and I was like, okay. 
I'm in. You just knew. Yeah. You just knew. Do you find, like, I'm just thinking of how to word this. When you see people that haven't got there yet, that haven't got to that spiritual journey, like, how do you, like, do you just sit back and watch and observe? You try to bring them into the church? Like, how do you not share this beautiful thing? So I think it's, you have to, it's a process, right? I don't want to be forceful because I know for me, even being a Christian, if somebody's forcing it on me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm a Christian, but you're taking it too far for me. So I just use social media as my outlet. I purposely post that I'm at church on a Sunday morning. Come join us. And the number of people that go, I came to church because I saw your post. Or I attended Elf because I keep hearing you talk about it. And I'm like, what is this thing? And so I think it's just naturally talking to people about it. I would never force it on anybody, but just coming up in conversation. Beautiful. Um, If you were able to put every single person you have ever met in one room, dead or alive, and you could only look for one person, who would you go to? I think I'd do my grandma. So I was really close with her, and she unfortunately passed away during COVID um, in England. So all my family is from England. I'm from England. And so she passed away there, and we couldn't go. And so I feel like I didn't really get that closure, I guess. So I'd, I'd want to see her again. Yeah. yeah. More shenanigans. What would you say? I don't know. It's actually been playing on my mind because I'm actually going to England uh, in a couple months. And so it's kind of going to be that closure piece for me. So I'm trying not to think about it too much, to be honest. I think it'll just come to you, right? It'll, it'll, it'll work. Work. Yeah. What do you feel makes a really good friend? I think somebody that's there for you, you're able to just talk about anything with. And so I think there's all types of friends, right? There's people that you can go for a walk with and just have a chat. Or there's people that you can text at any time of day and they're there for you. So I think different people bring different aspects. I have to agree with you on that. Okay, I know you're an ice cream lover. So not anymore. Not anymore? So I try, I'm trying to be lactose-free because I've had issues for years and it. I thought it was going to kill me. But since August, I've had no ice cream. Oh, really? So we shouldn't talk about your favorite flavor? Well, we can. Yeah, well, we okay. can. Let's, let's ask. But... It's weird. Everybody teases me for it, but I love Tiger Tail. Tiger Tail. The mix of orange and black licorice together. Oh, right. I've never had it. No. You're missing out. I'm, okay, I'm going to try it. Okay. I'm going like, to have to try and it. And when you don't like it, don't come after me. I'm going to blame you. I'm going to blame you. Um, what would you say is like your biggest, if you have any, biggest challenge right now in your life? I think it's always time management and figuring out, trying not to get too busy. Because I like to get involved and say yes to a lot of things. It's hard to and say no. It that. is hard to say no. I'm getting much better at it, but I was at a meeting last week and I came out of that meeting, had just joined this council and I ended up joining two more subcommittees by the time this meeting was over. And it will fit into my schedule, but I feel like sometimes I just commit to way too much and then some days she's just like, I need some, a break. So you're struggling to say no sometimes. Yeah. Okay, question, burning question. Are you dating? 
Never dated in my life. Really? Yeah. I've been so focused on my career and just helping people that I just haven't had a desire to. And now that you're at this point in your career, in your life, like, do you, do you ever wish, like, do you, do you think, well, I really want to have children or? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think some days it's something that I think about and I'm like, when it's meant to be, it will be. I think for me, I, I just care too much that I don't want to get into a relationship and then break somebody's heart or they break my heart kind of thing. Right. And I know that's probably inevitable, but I just don't want anybody to hurt or myself to hurt. Do you feel like you're missing something? Like, have you ever looked at that and gone, oh, I, I wish I would have? Sometimes. I think it uh, it hits me, especially with my cousins, because I'm the oldest. And I always thought I should be the one to get married first and have kids first. And they're all pretty much, except two of them are married and have kids. So it does cross my mind every once in a while. But I think I've just become okay with what my life is. And if it's meant to be great. And if not, that's okay too. Being involved in working at the church, do you feel like you're always able to be your authentic self? Because I guess what our opinion of someone that works at a church is almost like, you've got to be perfect. Well, none of us are perfect, right? And um, so how do you balance? Like, did you struggle with that? Not really. I think you get to be yourself for sure, especially at the church that I work at, it's a community church. So I feel like there's not really any rules per se um, in terms of what you're able to do and not do. Obviously, you have to just be careful, I guess, how you present yourself and not really go against what the Bible says or what the church stands for kind of thing. But I feel like I can be myself and what I'm doing for sure. Do you find that you ever question faith? Like, have things happened in your life? Like, maybe, I, I know your faith is very strong right now, but when your grandma passed away or someone in your life, like, when bad things happen, right. do you question, you know? I feel like it's been really strong right now. And so I get fed by watching other people grow and in their faith and that kind of thing. So I feel like, I feel like I'm on a spiritual high. And it's been like that for a number of years. And when I feel like it can't get any higher, something happens. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm at this point. So we do Alpha like 30, year, 30 weeks out of the year. Mm -hmm. And every Wednesday, there's moments I'm like, oh my goodness, this is why I do what I do. We had a moment last Wednesday. I didn't think I was going to talk about this because I wasn't sure I'm ready. But yeah, I've started to come to church and you were like really nudging me just in a, a gentle way. And I've only gone to one and it was life changing. The people that I met in that group, um, sometimes growing up and in different cultures and religions, you have a certain belief and you grow up a certain way. And to find someone within that group that's going through the exact same thing as me, it was like, wow, I'm not alone. Like someone gets me because I felt like it was really hard to explain. And yeah, so I'm so grateful to you for that. It's been. And that's the cool part. So I get these nudges all the time that I either need to text somebody or call somebody. And your name came to my mind and I was like, I need to invite her to Alpha. I'm glad you did. And I remember your response and I was like, that's okay. Yeah. That's perfect. 
Because I was like, yeah, no, I don't have time on Wednesday. I don't have, meanwhile, I've got nothing going on on Wednesday. I will be honest. I was like, I'm sure she's got some time for this, (laughs) but I'm not going to push it because that's not who I am. Right. No, I appreciate the way you approached it and whatnot. For sure. So who would you say has been the biggest influence in your life? I feel like there's so many people. There's not just one person. I would say probably my mom has been a big influence. I'm just watching her. So she had anxiety for so many years and couldn't leave the house and dealt with all that stuff. And she's just inspiring. And again, it was a church thing. I would say to her, please come to church with me. And she'd sweat or she couldn't even drive there. And we lived five minutes away from the church. So she came in one Sunday and there was a drama and it was about anxiety and giving it to God. And she's like, okay, that was my sign. I have to do this. And now she just does everything. She could never go up the CN Tower. And the first time she went up, she did the edge walk. Oh, wow. Which is insane, but... Someone that had like crazy anxiety, right? So it's it's pretty cool. But I would say teachers and people like that have just influenced me throughout throughout the years, for sure. Is there anything in your life that you're holding back doing, like that you like you have a burning desire for? I don't think so, because I, I just go for it. You just go for it. So if I have an idea, I'm like, how can I make this work? What can I do? How would you give, if someone asked you for advice on how you go about doing that, because I'm the opposite. Like, I, I find so many things hold me back. Right from the things I really want to do. So again, I I know you've been a strong person throughout your life. So if someone younger, again, like your younger self, what would you say? Like, I'd say just give it a shot. So I think, for example, I wanted to do a seniors prom. I saw it online and it was basically pairing with seniors with younger people in the community. And I was like, we need this in London. So I started one. It was a huge success. Like we had hair and makeup teams. We had the limos come in, like you name it, we had it. And then I'm like, okay, that goal's done. I want to make it bigger. So I booked Budweiser Gardens. I got the city on board to donate space. And I'm like, let's just try it. And ultimately it didn't work out, but I tried it and made it work in a different way as well. But it's, you try the stuff. I'm bad in that way too, because I'll try something. It cost me a fortune. Right. And I'm like, I don't really have that money to do that, but I do it anyway. At least you try that, right? Yeah. Because I think, honestly, this whole raw show and this podcast has been sitting in my mind for like almost seven, eight years when the name originally came to me. And I thought, I can't die with this dream inside of me. And, you know, what it will be will be, but I'm going to give it a good old omens effort and and now like honestly this is our second um day of recording and it's like everybody is so excited i thought it was going to be like pulling teeth to get people to get on my couch and no it's like like even big podcasters and and different people that like i i didn't think you'd ever be sitting on my couch having this like raw conversation well i love it right so it's just getting and creating a space where people can share. And and I think that's how we grow and learn. So I would say now 
if there's someone out there that has some kind of dream within them, go for it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Right. And I think you have that excitement for it. And when you show it out in the community, people rally behind that. Right. Um, I was going to ask you a question, but I think I already asked you that. Like, did I already ask you what makes a good friend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, favorite book? I hate reading The okay. Passion. So do I. Yeah. Because I read so much and edit so much with the magazine that. Yeah. I, I can't sit and read. I am reading the Bible, but I find I do stuff that will benefit other people. Okay. So a few years ago, our lead pastor gave me a Bible that he was given. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, great. That's a sign from God that I have to read this now. I'm like, thanks a lot. <laughs> so then in my fashion, I took to social media and said, I've been given this Bible. Anybody want to read it with me? And so 300 people joined me and oh, read wow. this Bible with me. So then I did it again last year. And then I, at the end of the year, I'm thinking, okay, I think I'm done with this. And God was like, no, you're not. You're going to do it again. So I put it out there. And there's 900 people from around the world that are in this group wow. interacting and reading every single day. Do you ever think you'd be here? Like, seriously? Like, it's you... insane. Do you listen to audiobooks or no? Okay. I read emails and I get a lot of them in a day. And that's, and that's about enough. it. I'm like, that's, that's all I can do. What's your biggest pet peeve? Um, I think customer service. So if I get bad customer service, it's I have an issue with that. Or if people treat people badly who are giving customer service, that bugs me too. Do you say something? Uh, most of the time, yeah. yeah. Especially if it's the person in a business, I want the business owner to know, not necessarily get them into trouble, but I feel like if I was in business, I'd want somebody to tell me that my staff weren't keeping up to what they're supposed to do. Yeah, because how will you fix it if you never know, For right? Sure. So, um do you have any regrets in your life to this point? Not that I can think of. I'll just go for it. Just go for it. I think the regret would be not trying it. And so my business, for example, every wedding I did, I was like, I am not cut out for this. So it's but, like you knew. But you do it anyway because you're like, people tell you you're awesome. You've got to keep doing this. But you never felt like you were good enough for it. Have you done a lot of things in your career that you knew weren't really for you, but you just kept going? I think I've worked for a lot of different organizations, and I think some of them I probably stayed longer than I should have. Um, But I get connected with an organization and have the passion for it and just continue to do what I can to help them out. Do you have pets? I do. We have a dog who is, I can't even think what she is now. I don't know what she is, but we have fish in the backyard too. <laughs> and that's it. It's amazing. I can't think what, what breed she is. It's funny, eh? How yeah. it just goes. It yeah. does. I'm not meant to know that. Apparently No one's not. meant to know Nobody's that. Nobody's supposed to know. That's funny. Um, do you have a big family? Like, I, I know that you talk about your mom, but like, is your... Yes, yeah, so my mom and dad and I all live together. And then my brother and his fiance and my new nephew all live together. And then the rest of my family is in England. Nice. And you guys are pretty tight. We're very close. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yes. 
I'm going to ask you one last question in closing, but you have to close your eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm scared. Keep them closed because I have to find my prop. Oh, no. Um, and I just want you to um, tell me the first word that comes to mind. Okay, you can open. Um, I would just say myself. Even though I can't see myself in it. You can? No. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that does. I'm wondering why is he hesitating? <laughs> I would just say myself. Yeah. Who I was meant to be. Beautiful. Thank you for being here. My today. pleasure. Thank you. Let's get breathing.